1-800-273-7800. Learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Then let's talk about your health. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. You are tuned into WWE Hankville. AM 1100. The following program is paid for by Influencer 365. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station. It's management or the Beasley Media Group. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. I want it forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. I shut it down in the mall. It's selling there, girl, she the one for me. And I ain't even planning to call. I want it forever, mine, ever, mine. And we are back right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, taking it all over the world. All over. All over. And it's cold. We back. What's up, son? I see you, man. Nah. It's Friday. It's Friday. I'm feeling good on Friday. I'm cold It's good Friday. Friday. <laughs> nah, man. Everybody, I want to thank everybody. Official just thank you so much. Love you so much for taking it in one time right here on the Real 1100 AM and iHeartRadio all over the world. I am your host, KC. Pride, the rock star himself, and Mr. Marketology. The smartest The real name. deal. Jeff Bill. Yes. I like the real deal better, man. You like that? I like the real <laughs> deal. Don't it sound better? Yeah. But see, it got a ring to it, right? But I like the smartest working man in grow business. Because, <laughs> see, the real deal, you got Holyfield. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got yeah, Holyfield. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't, I'm not trying to get confused. Well, we got an exciting show for everybody today. <laughs> we do. We got, we, 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 we got entrepreneurs in the building. Yep. We got movie stars in the building. Yep. We got the rock star in the building. Yep. We got Mr. Marketology in the building. Yep. Yep. We're going to have a good one. And Greg, <laughs> the engineer. G Money. <laughs> but just to get some announcements out of the way, real quick, because you know we always got to do it. Uh, if you are in East Smyrna area, I want you guys to go and see my good friends Daniel and Rachel over at Titans Fitness. You can visit them at 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard. That is Southeast. In Smyrna, Georgia, and you can just visit them online at titans.net. Tell them KC sent you, and the world champion herself, Rachel Sucker, will give you a free training on me. On you? On me. And she high as hell, bro. You really? know how much my trying to come? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to get you in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're out in the Douglasville area, if you want to stay looking good, you want to stay looking sexy like the rock star himself, whether you light skin or not, Greg, oh, it's all right. Greg, gonna get us banned. Look, don't get us Greg, banned. Greg, like, I'm so sick air, of y'all. We did light skin stuff, man. Because you're getting my nerves here. <laughs> but now, nah, if you're out in this uh, Douglasville area, I want you to go visit my barber, Melvin, right there, Studio 1211. You can call and schedule an appointment at 770-485-6772. Uh, it's right there, 6405 Fairman Road. I'm telling you, they got a full stock barbershop. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Chestnut, for joining in. He said the real deal. Everybody hollering about the real deal on Instagram. They like the real deal? Everybody like the, uh, the real deal. I see. Okay. Throw me one more if you like it. <laughs> okay. Yup. Well, we'll he said light it. skin in, baby. Oh, nah. see. Here we on that. That's Abdul Chestnut checking in from AEM, AEMG TV and XOD. The man Shout out to my man, Dominique, camera. as well. Whew. Next. Yep. 
Mastermind for February is sold out, bro. Yeah, but we're going to do it again in March. It, it, it's, I keep trying to tell him, man. We're going to do it. It is only $497. Mm. Only 100 people can come because mm. we're trying to keep it small. Keep it small, it, man. Bro, it, this is the advantage. But the beautiful this thing is we get this to talk to you. Course. We get to talk to you one-on-one. That's the beautiful thing, you know. And not only do you get a chance to talk to us one-on-one, but you get a chance to learn what's really going to grow your business. Yep. You get a chance to hear about all the lies you've been hearing. You get a chance to get all the gurus that's fake out there to get called out because we don't play, okay? Then on the other side of this, instead of you wasting all your time and all your money on things that's not going to work for your business, that's going to ultimately end up making your business close down, we're going to show you this is how you keep it, this is how you grow it, mm. and then this is how you scale it, all right? All right. So we are setting the date in March uh, for this next mastermind. Once you see this thing come out, yeah, you need to go ahead and get your tickets. Yeah. Cause that 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 right there sold out in what? It about what week and a half, two weeks, bro. It ain't February we, yet. We, we announced at the beginning of the year, so it's only been about a couple weeks. It ain't February yet. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, man. We're gonna have to do this. We can't do it around March Madness because I'm a basketball fanatic and oh. I gotta watch my games, bro. Jeff, don't want to work again. <laughs> I watch my games, bro. I'm telling you now, we finna have another COVID incident with Jeff. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> I see. you already coughing and all that. But, <laughs> but for real, though, we want y'all to be a part of this mastermind because we want to help y'all grow businesses. I'm so sick and tired of watching black businesses close behind bad advice, mm-hmm. falling behind trends that do not help your business whatsoever. Not everybody need to run Facebook ads. Not everybody mm-hmm. need to run LinkedIn ads. Not everybody need to run Twitter ads and all this other type of stuff. Some folks pre-roll ads on YouTube. I ain't going to help you. Yeah. So find out which ones that's really going to help your business grow. And then find out, hey, I might not need to be spending my money here at all. Maybe not. It is what it is. Hey. I don't work for Facebook. Hey, and I got the marketing tip of the day for that. Uh-oh, it's coming. Marketing tip of the day. Uh, Right before we get to the marketing tip of the day, mm-hmm. we also want to let everybody know the uh, Georgia Minority Business Awards will be returning this year. March 17th, that will be at the GICC. Stay tuned. We got a lot of information coming out for you guys. Uh, also, the top 25 uh, most extraordinary Atlantans. Uh, we will be still celebrating that event. But unfortunately, uh, February, is just, uh, we, I'm a little nervous about this date. Uh, we're talking about a lot of people in one small place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really want to make sure everybody can stay safe. Everybody can stay healthy. And we don't have any issues whatsoever. So we are moving it to May 27th. Uh, we should be out of COVID by then. Hopefully. Hopefully we won't get an Omicron or a Marion or, or whatever else. Codacron. <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, hopefully we don't get nothing else this year. Uh, so we can go ahead and get back to business the way we need to. No doubt. No doubt. Now, joining us in studio. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you, uh, uh, Jeff, because you you got the relationship, you know this man. You can tell me how great and all the things that this man's been doing. So I'm gonna let you do the uh, the intro uh, today for him. Today we have the Small Business Day expert himself, the one has helped over a thousand companies in his career grow from a thought to an actual company that's thriving. J.R. McNair. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Hey, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure, man. I'm glad to see y'all making uh, moves in here, getting it done, man. Appreciate you. 
Mr. Let's Make It Happen all, himself. All day. I like all the way Jeff be introducing folks. He don't ever introduce me like that. Because you I always help be in the two, Joe. You always help be in the two, Joe. But I always want to be like, you know, KC, the rock star, pride, the man, the myth, the legend. But see, I don't even get to come in at the beginning because you already be like, woo, and you be running with it. I, I, I was always a fan of Ric Flair when I was growing up. You know what I'm saying? The nature boy himself, I, I always love Ric Flair. I'm saying, man. But no, man, tell us tell us about what you're doing because Jeff, Jeff gave me a little info. And I was just so intrigued, man. And, and I just love anytime we out here helping entrepreneurs and small businesses thrive. So give us a little bit about what you do, man, in your background. Well, yeah, I mean, I started uh, my first business when I was 10 years old. I had to because, you know, growing up in the house, we weren't poor. But I mean, it was five kids, two adults in one household. So I had to figure out at a young age how to start making money and make things happen. So, you know, I started a landscaping business. Um, first weekend, I made $200. And wow. a 10-year-old you know, especially, That's a lot of money, man. It was good. And so it kind of got bit the bug. I would stay up at night watching infomercials. I would watch like uh, first infomercial I watched was a guy named Don LaPree. And uh, God bless his soul. He's he's no longer living. But the guy was like, you can make money in classified ads. Just thirty nine ninety nine plus wow. shipping and handling. I sent that stuff off. I learned it. Um, uh, I, I had I was the first kid or adult I knew that had a website, 800 wow. number, things like that. And then um, a couple years later, it was another guy. Once again, watching infomercials, he was uh, up. He's, he was like, I used to be in a butcher factory. I'm a multimillionaire in real estate. This guy was probably one of the top real estate guys back in the 90s. Okay. Um, named, his name is Russ Whitney. Him and Carlton. Oh, Sheets. I know Russ Whitney. Yeah. Oh, Carlton so, Sheets too, yeah. yeah. right? So I studied. You're getting in my generation. Man, listen, I, I took that stuff. I learned it. Um, at, and, and, um, and I started studying about real estate. He was the first person to talk me about wholesaling. Okay. Talk, he was very practical, very pragmatic. That's why I liked him. So at 14, um, I purchased my first piece of real estate. Wow. I bought you a said, piece. Hold on, tell me that one more time. At 14, I purchased my first piece of real estate. It wasn't a house. It was just a piece of land wow. in, a, in a gated community in Carroll County uh, in Fairfield. So I purchased that, um, and um, and I still own it to this day. You know, I've, I've since that point, you know, I've had an opportunity. I've been a professional uh, singer. I have been a professional uh, football player. I played overseas. and You I said had, you're a professional singer. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, uh, how that move go? Sang some. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, why don't you sang some? Hey, look, look. Hey, I, we got a little time on the end. I, I hit some. I, I, ain't, I ain't scared. Look, I, ain't, look, look. I just did a wedding not too long ago, as a matter of right. fact, just recently. So one of my boys, he got married, and he asked me to come in. So I said, you know what? Why not? So, uh, yeah. KC said he wants a versus. He said he's trying to say, versus. Hey, look, I ain't Aye. scared now. Hey, <laughs> you, you take the hook. And then I dropped the verse on hey, you. Look, you know, I used to sing with a lot of the. So before the group called Mister, that used to have like Bobby Valentino in. Okay. It, um, before they formed that group, I used to sing with one of the guys as part of that group named um, um, Brandon Brown and some other cats. And I sung with a lot of cats. And then post, I used to lead praise and worship for Pastor Dollar at World Changes for okay. for a while. So you know. Uh, so I've been singing and doing that thing. But like I said, you know, uh, uh, business has always been my passion. I went overseas after college. I thought I was going fifth round. You know, I got my uh, 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 stuff on uh, here to kind of but I but I used to play football. I used to be uh, wow. huge, looked like the Incredible Hulk. So I, I would go. I went overseas and I played for a little bit. OK, um, you're only. Uh, yeah. Overseas. Wow. Yeah. And I um, I had um, thought I was going fifth round in the draft here in the States. I had the touchdown record uh i scored five touchdowns in like uh, three quarters and um and and then i went but i went overseas got an agent he got me over there 
And uh, but I had started a little company when I was in college. So, you know, I turned down three six figure job offers when I was graduating college. And wow. so and uh, everybody thought I was crazy. You know, my mom was like, you know, even my mom had to question it. Right. And so but I turned them down. My first job after college was um, was waiting tables at Olive Garden after turning down those jobs. because I was training five hours a day trying to get ready to play. Okay. And um, and then I went overseas. I, I played over there. Um, and then um, I actually ended up flying my, uh, my my girlfriend at the time over. We got engaged at the top of the Eiffel Tower. I did it before wow. Tom Cruise. Right. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so and we came back, man. I, I bought these vending machines, man. It was kind of raggedy. But I, I saw a spot. I opened up the location. Long story short, I took six hundred dollars, opened up the location um, and uh, fast forward to this day. We have helped over uh, 10,000 plus people. Uh, through business services and wow. consulting, and then we've helped another twelve thousand uh, through our event uh, and uh, through our events, and our primary one being a uh, small business day, which Jeff uh, mentioned. Now I'm always intrigued, especially with younger entrepreneurs, because I know how hard it is to to have this idea and to be around so many folks. And, and maybe you you might have a little bit different story, but I know what it's like to be have this idea about yourself and go against the norm, mm -hmm. because you always told from the day you're born. You know, the path to success is go to school, get a good job, and then put money in your 401k. Now, it used to be the gold watch. Yeah. But, you know, that's always the path just kind of set for everybody, and that's kind of the safe path. And then as an entrepreneur, you know, it's rocket, brother. You don't never know what you're going to get. Yeah, totally. So, so what gives you all that all that confidence in yourself to really say, I just turned down all these $100,000 offers in this type of stuff. I'm going to bank on me. I'm going to do me. Well, I believe, you know, whether or not you're uh, – I'm a Christian – uh, and whether or not you're a Christian or you're a believer on that end, doesn't matter. I believe all of us have a God has placed a talent or a gift or something in our hearts. And that thing kind of drives at you. It pulls at you. Right. And so I um, so the thing that's always pushed me, I have even before I, I didn't even start until my senior year of high school in football. But I always knew I was going to be uh, a, a, a college football, Division One football player. Okay. I always knew that. It was something here. Even when my coaches, they didn't mm. have me on any of the of, of the recruiting things, even all the colleges that they were saying, where were you at? You weren't on any of our boards. But I knew that if I had an opportunity, I started one year, rushed for 2,000 yards, broke all the records at my school wow. uh, uh, in that time. And it was the same thing when doing business. I knew that there was something inside of me that I needed that I needed to do and needed to carry out. It was just a matter of uh, me uh, having the opportunities to, to roll those things through. So and I think it's people just not waiting for perfect time. The Bible says, Ecclesiastes, he says the farmer that waits for the perfect time will never harvest. Right? It's, it's never a perfect time to plant. It's never a perfect time to go to school. It's never a perfect time to start a business. You just got to do it. You can't be scared. Because, I mean, a lot of us, we look at our friends, our families, what they're going to say, what they're going to think. I mean, I was the top graduate in my major, graduating from a top school. Wow. OK, and I turned down all these jobs. I was student body president and I was supposed to be that guy that went on to be the, the first at that time, the first black president. <laughs> and, and, and but I said, well, this wasn't my call. And I, I didn't see myself being inside somebody's job, uh, locking in on that. And that just was not me. So I think it's all about having the thing that you feel like is going to fulfill you whatever that purpose is don't 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 put your purpose on the background you know uh make it happen with it yeah definitely definitely making it happen and and i see you helping a lot of businesses make it happen yeah i mean with your small business days they usually be packed out uh people with ideas people that are already doing things yeah um but i've seen you help businesses scale from 
just a thought to yeah. an actual business that they are living off of um, and thriving with. So, you know, what's some of the advice that you usually give? I know the advice because I've been to a lot of your workshops yeah. and I've been to a lot of your masterminds and, and incubators and usually it's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. But, you know, what's some of the advice you give to these small businesses and these people that are starting out? Well, yeah, you know, I, I give somebody if, if they're looking at if, if they, a lot of people say, well, JR, how do I select a business? Let's just say just that overall. I have a framework that I developed. Mm -hmm. It's called the DCD framework. Okay. It's real simple. It's uh, desire. OK, capacity and demand. OK. And this is something if you're if you're rolling in a business, you say, hey, you know, what what do what do I like? What am I? What what is the desire? The the desire that I have, you know. So find out something that you like or that you're interested in or that you want to do, right? That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two, the capacity. Make sure it's something that you can do, right? And so you got to be able to fulfill. So uh, the capacity could be uh, on. Um, that's the easiest thing to 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 feel because even if you don't have the capacity, you can always hire for capacity, right? Yeah. And then the third being demand, right? I don't care about all of that stuff. If you don't have a demand in the marketplace, it's not going to work. There you go. So, so all three of those things would be a first thing. Cause if you have desire and capacity with no demand, you're not going to make any money. If you got demand and capacity without desire, when it going gets hard, you're going to quit. Right. Mm -hmm. If you got, uh, uh, the the, the uh, desire and um and demand without capacity you can't fulfill it but like i mentioned that's the easiest thing that you can feel because you can always hire for that that makes now, sense now, now let's go back to one thing that you said capacity mm -hmm. now when we start talking about a capacity for a business and this type of stuff because a lot of times folks don't really understand that and then they get started and the next thing they don't know they get that big contract and I, like i tell folks all the time especially in black businesses success can kill your business just as much as failure oh, can. Man. Because what ends up happening, you get too much success too quick. And then before you know it, I can't keep up. Man. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. So please explain. Just, just take a few minutes and explain what you mean when you start talking about the capacity. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you say something, uh, Casey, that, that, that kind of really resonates with me. Back when I first opened up my first uh, uh, retail location, um, and, and and we were getting people that were coming to us from all across the country. I mean, mm -hmm. this was back in like 2005, 2006, right? And um, and our business uh, it, it it grew too fast. You know, yeah. we didn't have any mechanisms in place. We had all of these people coming to us. Mm -hmm. I mean, in one year between 2006 and 2007, we helped over 1,300 businesses that came in our door. One year, it was just too much. And so, uh, and, and, and so, you know, I always tell people, it's two things when you look at capacity, right? Mm -hmm. Some people say, well, find people that can help you that can fill your, your gaps or your weaknesses, right? Yeah. I did that. I had all these people around me that were doing things that I couldn't do. But guess what? Nobody could do what I could do. So I, I think a lot of strategy that I would tell people is find those people that can fulfill your 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 weaknesses, but also find some people that can do what you do. One of the biggest things that that I could really only do well and very um, proficient mm -hmm. was sales and bringing in the dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had all these people that were uh, helping, but only a cup, only me and maybe one other person could actually bring sales in. So I think when you're thinking about what you're doing, you know, typically now it takes a lot of work, though, KC to and Jeff to to really uh, uh, get a company to where people aren't just saying they're interested, but willing to come give you dollars. Right. Oh, yeah. So I think a lot of times the, the myth in entrepreneurship is that uh, when you just open up a business, people are just going to come to you. Right. 
that's not going to happen. But no. And, and your friends sitting there telling you, oh, man, I can't wait you put that out. I can't wait. Oh, man, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. And they'll never show up. Yeah, no, look, look, I call it my banana pudding story, right? Mm -hmm. Look, uh, you got uh, you got uh, Sally. She say, oh, I got this great banana pudding, right? And mm -hmm. she go out and she spent a half a million dollars getting a, getting a store to have her banana pudding desserts. Uh, uh, half a year later, she's out of business, right? Yep. Because uh, because it would nobody her mom. And and dad was telling her banana pudding was good because that's your baby. They go, they go, they go steal you. They go tell you that they ain't gonna encourage you, right? And then, but 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 you was giving away for free. Nobody yeah. was paying for it, right? Yeah. And, and then a, a lot of times though, you have to go out here and test the market. People need to understand the concept. Like, yeah, you might have good pies, and everybody like your pies, but will people buy your pie? You see what I'm saying? And now yeah. you don't put up this website. You did all this marketing because everybody like your pie mm -hmm. and then don't want nobody to pay for it. Yeah, correct. You know, correct. And that's the biggest thing. Like, so that's what I always tell people. The banana pudding story is a story about testing. If I was to go out with a banana pudding store, what I would do is take my banana pudding and go and actually uh, go and, and, and take you go on the side of the street. With your banana pudding, you ain't even got to tell them it's your banana pudding. Tell them, tell them it's your <laughs> hey friend. Man. Tell them it's your friend. Banana I'm pudding. pumping somebody else's you pudding know, today. You know, hey, look, just 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 try it out. Tell me what you think. Then they say, oh, you know that banana pudding, oh, it's too watery. It's got it's got um, it's not it's got a bunch of wafers in it or whatever, right? You can take that back, refine it, then go back and then get. They say, oh yeah, this is better. Then from that point, you want to do pop up shops in other people's place. So you go into the restaurant. That gives some real advice today. Yeah, where somebody else has a shop and say, "Hey, hey, 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 um, um, a Jeff barbecue. Hey, on Wednesdays, those are slowest night. Let me come in here and do a pop up shop. I'll pay you a hundred dollars to come in, pop it up, and then you go and get a uh, hundred of your friends to pay you ten dollars to taste unlimited banana pudding. Mm -hmm. They come in there, you make you a thousand dollars, right? You 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 pay your hundred, your food costs, you still made seven hundred dollars on profit, right? You got yeah. them taking in in the comment. Michael Fleming said it's the e myth. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, Daddy Park, she jump in and say, uh, or oh, they want a discount. <laughs> yeah, right. She liking me again, Joe. Right. <laughs> here, here we go. Stop getting messy. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, it, it, it's it's so important what he's talking about because so many people. They do all this type of stuff, and they never even test their concept. They don't never test their marketing. Yeah. I love what you said. Don't even tell them it's your stuff. Yeah. Because nine times ten, it's your friends. Yeah. yeah. They ain't finna buy from you, and they only want to hear it when it's your well, stuff. Well, even in today's time, a lot of times it's transitioned over now from back in the days, your friends saying it to social media. So right. now everybody's liking it. Oh, everybody's liking it. Everybody's following me and so forth, and we're taking that as sales, and that's not really sales. Correct. And then when you put it out there in the market to sell it, nobody buys. And now you're disappointed and discouraged. Correct. Oh, yeah. Correct. Correct. Totally. I, I I hate it, man. But these man, these segments becoming so uh becoming so fast because we just have such great guests nowadays and, and talking this business. But you know, tell us about your incubator and tell us about you know what you got going on, how you helping these small businesses. Well, yeah, we got a we've had we have incubators, accelerators, things like that um, that we do. We have one called Soul to Seven Figures. We have some things um, like that, and I we've helped we've helped literally over twenty plus thousand uh, uh, clients between our events and through our consulting. But one of the things that's really big right now that I saw is that as companies are building they neglect themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so as entrepreneurs, right. Mm -hmm. So we're out here, you know, I got, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm, 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 I run two companies, you know, we have three portfolio companies, you know, I have about 14, um, uh, um, uh, companies that, um, we advise on a weekly basis and the 
thousands and hundreds of thousands that we have in our network. And mm -hmm. then, you know, I'm married. I got uh, six kids. <laughs> you know, I'm a husband. So you got six? Six kids, man. Wrong so one behind. Yeah, look, man. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm bringing all that up just to say that all of that, man, we seem to sometimes neglect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I've developed a book and I'm and I'm writing a book called The Healthy Entrepreneur. Okay. And it's a book to focus on really us to take care of ourselves as entrepreneurs because somebody told me, they said, JR, you have so much passion, so much a great vision. He said, but but what if you, the vessel, can't carry out the mission? Wow. Right. Mm. And I had to say, well, dang, you know, I had to start looking at myself. So certain things like and I'm going to give you all a, a real quick overview, certain things like proper hydration, making sure that you're getting enough rest. Most of us oh, yeah. walking around like zombies every day. Oh, yeah. And um, and um, and then, you know, making sure we're keeping our stress at a manageable level, mm. Nut nutrition, um, exercise, you know, and I have those as the last two, because those first three are so much more important. But these are things that can help you as an entrepreneur, as you're building these brands that will change the world. But guess what? If we're the engine behind it, and if the engine jacked up, how are you going to build anything, right? But, That's you know, true. Jeff, this, this goes exactly back to what we were talking about, that that whole 360 individual. Because a lot of time, a lot of time through our Rockstar, we do a lot of coaching small businesses and stuff like this. And what we found was a lot of these problems ain't really in your business. Yeah. It's in your house. Or it's in your life somewhere. And what ends up happening a lot of times when you don't address that, I can fix all the business problems that I want to. But until we fix this other part of you that's dragging you down every day, your business still ain't going to flourish. And mm -hmm. I and I saw it in my own divorce. I could not focus on what I had to do at work while my whole household was being torn apart. It is what it is. That's Correct. true. Correct. Correct. And I think this is just a balance, you know, as we're going forward, we have to be smarter as entrepreneurs, make sure we're investing in ourselves, whether that's education, whether it's information and like whether it's just drinking a bottle of water every day. Right. I tell people, most people walk around dehydrated. If you want to take anything from making sure as you're building this company, that when you get to the destination that you're getting to, right, that your vehicle, that your car ain't jacked up, that you can't even enjoy. You know, people who build these great companies, seven, eight figures, a couple months later, they die. Yeah, <laughs> because and, and let me tell you why, because you cannot sustain working 18 hours a day, seven days a week forever. Well, totally. that's the thing. I mean, we, totally. we're on this grind culture and everybody's grinding and grinding. And just like in any type of uh metal that you grind, if you grind all the time, you'll grind out. Yeah, oh, yeah. you will, man. So, you know, the biggest thing just, I would. Matter of fact, you just told me that the other day because yeah. yeah. I was mad because I had other stuff going on. I couldn't work. And Take a break, man. Sometimes it's you gotta take right, a break, man. bro. Sometimes you let it go, kid. You're gonna be all right. So, if the two most important things I say as an entrepreneur, sustaining yourself as you go forward, if you can just do these two, maybe three things, really two things. Number one, try to drink 50% of your body weight in ounces every day. Wow. Okay. That will change your life. I'm telling you, you will drop probably three to five pounds. Wait a minute. Tell them, tell them again. Like of your body weight in water, in, in not liquor. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. No, look, so look, going you're right. You're right. In, in water. In water. That's true. That's true. Now we're so, 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 so just doing that, that will change your life. Like, and just waking up in the morning before you eat anything and just drink two to three room temperature bottled waters. That will change your life. T okay? Tell them the secret behind the room temperature. Because a lot of folks don't know this is an Asian secret. What? what they drink a lot of warm water. Yeah, correct. So if you're drinking cold water, anything that you've eat, eaten, no it's going to freeze it. Okay. And it's that's why you have things that as it goes down there, 
So when you're drinking hot teas, when you're drinking anything that's room temperature, it's going to naturally help. You know, when your body sleeping throughout the night is going through what they call uh, it's, 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 it hasn't eaten. So when you eat, it's a breakfast. You're breaking the fast. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what breakfast is about. So when you go through that, that's the first time your body eats. But if you wake up in the morning and you drink two or three of these, you I promise you, you're going to have some great success in your bowels. Because I promise you, you're going to drop probably about three, four pounds oh, yeah. just from doing that. And then and then the second thing I would say is just get some rest. Cut off Instagram. Cut off what you're doing. TikTok. Okay. Use that you do know, not disturb. Off, you know, look, eight, get, get your eight hours worth of sleep. It's going to help you as you're building the business. Uh, and I will say this, just me being in business this year going on 20 years, I will say, make sure you take care of yourself because you could do all this pouring in that business. And and then you jack your own self up. So just make sure there's a balance. How many times have we seen so, that though? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You finally get it. Oh, I'm going down. That's you true. know what I'm saying? And then the other part of it, because I'm guilty of it. That's why I can talk about it so much. That the other part of it is you successful. You're making the money, and but you're pissed off spending. all the time because everybody else spending and you mm -hmm. can't enjoy it. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. No, you're right about that. And that's the thing, man. So I think. You know, as we're going forward, as we're building these brands, man. And then, too, I will just say this. This is outside. This business tip. Okay. Make sure you understand. And this is the last thing I want to make sure you understand the value of your decisions, the value, the cost and of, of your decisions. Right. All your decisions that you make and stop trying to make so many decisions. Right. But make sure the decisions that you make are valuable and important decisions that will move your company forward. Let me give you a prime example of this. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, you know, instead of, you know, I needed an, assi I needed an assistant uh, a year or so ago, a year or two ago, right? Yeah. Because I, I needed a new assistant, um, you know, because, you know, running, you know, running two companies, having three portfolio companies, being doing all these things that we're doing, you know, I definitely need to oh, make yeah. sure that I that I have um, the right kind of help helping me. So, but anyway, I, I hired somebody real fast mm -hmm. just to try to get somebody in the role. Mm -hmm. Wrong thing to do. Okay. And so, you know, mm. I, I hired some, and, and then after that one, you know, uh, let it roll. And I'm rolling for my, my, myself for a minute, just by myself and not including my, uh, all my other team, but just my, me and my assistant, because having an assistant can change your life if you have the right assistant. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we're rolling my teams handling things, but for all my personal things, you know, not, not having a system for for a span. Then I got another one on Russian. You know, I have in my team. I had my team interview. We got somebody in. You know, got him in. That wasn't necessarily the right fit, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, I think really taking the time to really focus on finding, especially if you are a CEO and executive and you have a big team, but you need to make sure you have the right, right person, team. the right assistant in place to help you. But I'll say this because one decision. Even if it may be something where you are saving a little bit of money here and there by saying, oh, you know what? I can do that. Let me tell you that um, if that assistant helped you make one good decision, like, for example, today, you know, me running, you know, uh, I had a ton of stuff rolling and going on. I had a um, and this is just an example, just real life. I had a meeting that was essentially a multimillion dollar meeting. OK, that I missed. Wow. OK, mm. a multimillion dollar meeting that I missed. Right. Because I, you know, I, I had it on my calendar. It was all on my calendar. I had it all laid out there and and I still missed it. Oh, yeah. And I was and then I got on good, good deal. The people that I had the relationship with, they were like, hey, look, it happens. I get it. But I'm saying, though, that was something that my assistant would have caught. Right. Mm -hmm. We had all these meetings back to back to back. We had the time, but the date I mean, we had the date, but the time was off. I'm saying all this to you just to say that. That decision to pay an assistant 
forty, fifty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. To come in. That one decision, that forty or fifty thousand dollars for them keeping that one meeting would have been worth seven, eight figures. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying the value of your decisions, making sure that you um that you spend it in the right place and that you and that you're doing things that really are fruitful for you for yourself and for your company to grow. That makes look, look, man, I, I hate to cut this conversation off, and, and we got to have you back for the full hour, man, so we can okay. really dig into so much. But if folks want to uh, support your organization, if folks want to get involved with your incubators and all that you got going on, how can folks find you and get involved? Yeah, well, most definitely. My The best way you can reach me directly is uh, at my website, jrmcnair.com. But you can also find um, um, my companies, uh, The Velocity Company at thevelocityco.com. Or you can uh, find the container box at thecontainerbox.com. Wow. And just like I said, you know, just just find me. I'm on um, all the social channels. Jr. McNair. Uh, look me up. I look forward to uh, help you. And we got Small Business Day coming again this year in Atlanta. We'll be giving away millions of dollars in free resources. So come see us. We're here. We're definitely going to keep up with you, man, and, and keep following everything you're doing because uh, we need more brothers like you in our community. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, Jeff. And, and thank you, KC, for y'all um, having me on. Not a problem, man. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, checking in all over the world. The rock star and Mr. Marketology will be back in a few minutes. Hi, this is Dr. Williams with the Align for Life Wellness. I want to invite you to our new office at 1800 Jonesboro Road in Atlanta. Come in for a consultation, examination, therapy, and x-ray, all for just $100. What? Yes, $100. This offer expires soon, so call us to schedule at 404-383-1110 or find us on the web at www.yourfinespine.com. If you want to be fine, take care of your spine. We're open late. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Georgia High School Association and the Georgia Athletic Directors Association. I lived alone and was having problems with my landlord. He's a creep. One night I'm watching TV and I hear my landlord letting himself in. Hey, get out. You can't keep coming in. I'm just here to fix your fridge and spend some time together. Get out. I'm reporting you. Don't make a federal case of it. A federal case? Sexual harassment and housing is against federal law. If you are harassed, file a complaint with HUD. Go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. If you fear for your safety, call 911. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. What up, y'all? It's your boy Rodney Perry, comedian extraordinaire, and I'm rocking with my boy KC Pride on the number one rated business show. What? Back right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, checking in all over the world. My folks in India, my folks in Africa, my folks in Europe, all around the United States. Thank y'all so much for joining. We even got folks in Mexico joining now. 
That's what's up. We are spotting Espanol and all that, which... And so we want to take that tour to your city. Oh, yeah. Thousand cities. We coming. Joining me to the program right now, and I love what these guys are doing. Because when they when they talked about this project, and, and, and literally, we just got finished talking about it. <laughs> but when we talked about this project, they said we wanted to share the, the, the stories of African uh, African American entrepreneurs. He said, but I don't want to talk about your business like that. He said, because we can find that online. Right. We want to know the struggle. We want to know the real story behind it. Absolutely. So the, uh, introducing these men to the program today, they are the creators of Black Atlanta Thriving. Uh, one is the producer, Mr. Emmanuel Rowe, and the director, uh, Luda Charles. Thank you for having us, man. Appreciate the time. No, man. Th thanks for having. Me. Like I literally, we just met. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now it, it, it's what you guys doing, and, and once again, you know, telling these stories of these entrepreneurs is such an important thing because of the simple fact of too many times that people think what's going on in their life and the stuff that they are going through and this type of stuff as a business owner is somehow some type of special punishment for them. Because uh, right. I remember I felt that way too yeah, <laughs> at, yeah, at times. Yeah. But the more that we are able to share these stories and see other folks go through this thing and then see them on the other side being successful, that's, that's just so powerful and impactful to our community and these young folks coming up. Yes, yeah, sir. I mean, that's why I wanted to make our show very different in that aspect. Because like you said, people could literally research the entrepreneur or the business and find out the stats and the annual reports or whatnot, how much money they're making, how they're expending. But sometimes we miss the part. It's the character of the person that makes the business successful. Like Woo! what makes you go through these hurdles and keep going like you're a mad person. Like, you know, you have 20 folks, 20,000 folks telling you it's not going to work. Was something that you keep saying right. keep going like what is that insanity coming from what is that craziness coming from so we wanted to tap into that that some people it's because of what happened to them as you know when they were growing up that gives them that drive some people it was a bad accident or something positive but it's always something that leaves that driving you where you just can't quit so we wanted to wow. tap into that instead yeah wow yeah and a lot of times um people talk about uh successes becoming uh -huh. It's not it's not the, the material aspect of it. It's becoming that particular person that mm -hmm. makes you successful. And especially when you have the adversity of people that are close to you mm -hmm. that aren't as supportive as they may should be. Oh, yeah. And you still yes. have to have that drive. You still you're have right. to have that. Why you're doing mm -hmm. what you're doing. That's right. I mean, to give you an example, if I were ever to get the chance to interview Tyler Perry, I know most folks want to interview him probably at his studio. Or maybe he had his mansion. But if I had the chance, I would say, let's go back to that street corner when you were homeless in that car. Wow. Mm -hmm. I would put yeah. today's Tyler Perry, the rich, known Tyler Perry, in the back of that seat, mm -hmm. in that car, and put the camera on him and say, describe this moment right there where you could have quit, but you didn't. What made you continue? My my, my good friend, uh, Rodney Perry, uh, got a fun story about going over to Tyler Perry's house because you know he'd been in a couple of his movies. Mm -hmm. He said, when you go over there, he said, I don't know what it is, man, but when you walk over there, he said, your phone just go black. You can't take no pictures in there. You can't do nothing. He was like, I know this ain't rich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine that, because it might be somebody but, homeless right now in a car. But no, it, it, it's so funny. It's so many people share that same story of adversity. I know I didn't hit foreclosure myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, we ain't had to be in their car, but mm. I came so close. So I understand, you know, people having that drive just to keep going because that dream fueled them so much. Even on uh, uh, Steve Harvey, mm. you know, he talked about having to leave his wife and uh, and uh, he lived in a car, I think, for about yeah. two, three years, too, right. trying to get his comedy thing started. Right. And not all of them, that's the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's the biggest challenge, too. Everybody jumps to the, the end. 
They jump mm. to the the now. They're like, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be successful. And ask yourself that question. Do you want to sleep in the car for a month? Are you willing to? It might take yeah. that. It might. Not everybody's story is the same, but um, I think just to build character, whether it's God doing it before he blesses you with something that you could do damage or good with, he has to test you. I, I love you went there with it because, and, and it's just like Harold told me that time, there is no testimony hmm. without test. test. Correct. Because anytime God give you something, hmm. it's going to be bigger than you. Hmm. You're always going to think you can't do it. That's right. And right before he gives to you for real, here it come. You're going to have to get the last little bit of that mountain. Because walking at the bottom ain't that hard. You know what I'm saying? But when you get up to the top, the agate thing, brother. I can't get it. Mm. How many folks done died trying to climb to the top of Everest? I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, and they still go for it though. Now, now you guys are actually uh, approaching Netflix with this with this whole concept and this idea, and they they actually ready to take it, right? Yeah, we're about to approach multiple platforms. Uh, we just came from a meeting, Roy and I. We came from the Apex Museum. Okay, and they're also interested in carrying it. They definitely want us to create content. So there's multiple platforms looking at it because the format we use is very unique. And how we do the interview, me as a director, the way I wanted to direct it, I didn't want to do the typical sitting across each other, camera over over the shoulder and just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. I wanted a whole different style of filming it. So when wow. you see it, it's almost like comic book style editing. Okay. okay. So it's very animated and interactive. And also we're offering a platform to entrepreneurs just to literally come and showcase their stuff. And, and oh, let me yeah. say real quick, shout out to Dan Moore over there at the Apex Museum. He's kept that place over there for over 40 yes. years. Oh, man. It is full of rich African history impeccable you can go over there and see where you come from that's and right. see yourself that's right and and not the version they try to tell us over here uh-huh you see the kings the and queens that we truly are the truth yes yeah. sir my main goal with black land is thriving is my vision i had called charles about it i told charles what i want to do with it and charles said bro you got something there my thing is though once we look at the media on tv they show us as animals Yep. They show us like we got nothing going on. Yep. And they show Atlanta Georgia, they show celebrities. Drug dealers, thugs, yeah. pimps, and ball yeah. players mm -hmm. and ball criminals. Players. That's it. And I told Charles, I want to show the true Atlanta. I'm from Miami. He's from Miami as yeah. well. And the thing in Miami, it's not the same culture in Miami as in Atlanta, Georgia. People in Atlanta, Georgia know what they got. Yep. It's so much history here, but they don't know who, what they got. My main goal at Black Atlanta Thrive is show our greatness, show who we are, where we could go at. And so, why we do, we tell the history of Atlanta, Georgia, mm -hmm. where I got started from until now. The thing is, Atlanta, Georgia, I want like the business who ain't lost their territories. Oh, yeah. It's not about us, it's about who have lost their territories. It's about the future. It's about our kids. What do they see? Mm -hmm. Who are they watching? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got all these celebrities, though, but celebrities don't make Atlanta, Georgia. The small black business make go. Atlanta thrive. And, and honestly, you know, even me coming up from Montgomery and coming from Alabama. You know, Atlanta has always been held as that Mecca. Yeah. And when you come here, it's a whole different environment. Mm -hmm. Like when you see so many of us doing our own thing, mm -hmm. living good, entrepreneurs, owning businesses, like coming from Montgomery, it's a very, very depressed environment for black people. Yeah. You're constantly reminded of slavery. You're constantly reminded mm -hmm. of the KKK. Because when I was eight years old, they was walking up, they was marching right up Dexter Avenue, like whatever, with them little dumbass hats they wear. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying. To come to a place like Atlanta where you actually support it as a black mm -hmm. person and you respect it, yeah. I have not had, I, I didn't have some situations, yeah. but in the most, I have always been supported by this business community and all the folks around here, they they so helpful, they ready to help you teach and the government even supports you here. Yeah, And that's a big thing. Like when you got the city behind you, you got people like uh, Keisha 
uh, Lance Bottoms. Now we got Andre Dickens. Mm -hmm. uh, before we had Kasim and all this type of stuff. All these black mayors that we got that understand and they are supporting what we are doing here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I love the fact that y'all are actually taking a different approach. Y'all are actually looking at telling the truth. That's one of the problems um, we talk about a lot about how we co-sign on mm -hmm. the lie. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, we yeah. have the narrative. The myth is a given, lie. Yeah, the mm -hmm. myth is a lie. I mean, we have these narratives, but then we have people that have lived it and are living it and they co-sign on it. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's how it happened. But y'all are like, look, let's dig into the real truth of the Correct. character, the real culture. And so these younger generations can actually see and they, they you know, that's the one thing about Atlanta that I take away is that you can see people that are successful. That's yeah. the one problem I've always had with Black History Month mm. is we celebrate the oppression. Mm. It's like a boxer. And yeah, all, yeah. all you see is you get knocked out all the time. Like, let's look instead at the tape of again yeah, instead, instead of, the of the wins. And mm -hmm. we have a lot of wins. And I like the fact that y'all are building the character. This is what makes them winners. And let's show you that win. And, and let me give y'all some life advice real quick. If you focus on losing, Mm. You gonna lose, Falcons. Right. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, but stop being messy. If we are constantly no, if, if we are constantly, constantly being fed this this story of failure, this story of of, of being inferior and all this type of stuff, because that's been Black folks' biggest problem in this country is we have always been made to feel inferior yeah. to yeah. white people. Yeah. Yeah. They better educated. They smarter. They better in business. No, the hell they ain't. We just as good as hell. A lot of us better. I am. Mm. But <laughs> the point of what I'm trying to say is, is getting over that whole, just that mindset that somehow we defeated, somehow we victims and all this other type of stuff and not seeing our own success and not celebrating that damn success. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all getting me hot up on, don't get me started. It's, it's oh, no, it, go, it, goes deep, it goes deep with me too, because like Rose said, we both from Miami. And when I came the first week, to film, I saw a drastic difference on how black folks over here network. Oh yeah. Now Miami has some pockets, but when I came that week, it led me to you today because as I met the folks we interviewing, they were so excited. They, they couldn't wait to introduce me to somebody else. It's like, okay, I'm this level, but dude, you got, because of what you're doing, I need you to go meet this person. And that person said, you got to meet that person. It led all the way to this radio interview else. right now. So what I also want to do is to transplant mm -hmm. that mindset which is like, we're gonna become a franchise. You're gonna have Black Atlanta thriving. Mm -hmm. But I wanna transplant that idea as a seed and go to Miami, Black but, Miami thriving, see the same kind of connection. If it's not there, trying to go and organize it that way because it's it works. But it, but it goes to the heart of the danger stereotypes. Mm -hmm. You know, we all crabs in the barrel. No, mm -hmm. man. Black folk can't work together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All we do is try to drag each other down and all this other crap that they wanna feed you out here. Yeah. And the yeah. danger in that, the days that mm. talk that crap, mm -hmm. whoever the hell they is, yep. but the days that talk that crap, they put these rumors out here and then folks stop before they even start trying right. because we already that defeated. That's not what it is because we, you know, we don't tell that truth that that's not what it is. We just co-sign for it. Yep. We'll be like, yeah, you right. Yeah, you know, it's right. like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. The crazy thing about it though, is black people understand their history. Like for example, Black Wall Street. They say black people can't stay together. Well, black walls. I said every black city got burned down. What they got burned down for? Oh, because black men. No, black men never touched nobody. They won't buy them hanging. It about the community being so successful though. They yeah, stuck together and they grew. They didn't like that. So oh, yeah. the best thing is to, to spread a seed and say, "Oh, y'all can't stay together." Black people stop believing that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's and problem. let me tell y'all something else. 
it's a hell of a lot different when you got a 400 year head start. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. let's start at the same line. Let's see where we go. Oh, then. Man. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, it'll be a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a big and then even, even with the history of Black Wall Street that mm -hmm. you touched on, one of the things that we don't talk about is there was more than one Black Wall Street. Mm -hmm. We think that there's a multiple, one. it's a multiple, though. You know what I mean? Every city got burned down for a reason. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, Kyrie was on the race right, it was about somebody about that money. You know I mean? Even down there in in, in uh, Florida, when y'all had that whole thing about Rosewood, Rosewood about that right. that was serious. But serious. those were thriving communities. Yes, our thriving communities. Mm -hmm. Even with Dr. King, what was Dr. King's true message? It wasn't nonviolence. Yeah. He said, "Be nonviolence because we can't fight them damn yeah. tanks." Mm -hmm. No, the message was community. Bring our money together. Yeah. Have our own, just like every other every mm -hmm. other ethnic group because right. we won't say nothing to, to the mexicans that do it we don't say nothing yeah. to the asian community yeah, to do it and we won't just say nothing even to the good old boy network that's been locking us out of everything the whole time mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying oh something else i also want to add if you are an aspiring host you are a musician uh what we also do with this show and we want to showcase your talent so we i'm also an gonna... aspiring host okay now we're gonna we'll get to you next because <laughs> we're gonna curate an actual soundtrack original to the actual show and we literally want to actually interview musicians, rappers, singers, and whatever you do, and have you pretty much curate a particular song for an entrepreneur that we're actually interviewing. And that might also become the jingle for the actual business. So wow. it's different layers to it where we're going to showcase everyone who has talent. So that's like almost like a PSA to everybody listening. Oh yeah. If you have a talent, this will be also be a platform for you to showcase your talent. Even if it's for 10 minutes, somebody will see it. You never know what could happen. Man, we got some folks to introduce y'all to, I promise. Now, let let us get on the business side of this thing. Yes, sir. Because when you start when you start this content uh marketing, mm -hmm. and a lot of times what we see from a lot of different groups, especially some of the, the bigger folks and all this type of stuff, mm -hmm. they want to take our content, they mm -hmm. want to write you a little check, yeah. and then they get paid forever off of it. Mm -hmm. You know, these type of deals here. Go ahead. My thing I told Charles though, if they take us out, they take the vision, we are the vision behind it. Don't go for that small seed. Hmm. Amen. You know what I mean? Because once they take it though, we lost the history though. They're gonna change the whole narrative of my of my vision. Correct. Oh yeah. And basically with, with Apex Museum, we get to control what we're doing to tell our truck, our story, mm -hmm. the true story. Correct. I mean, we're definitely open to any offers, but it's like ownership is priority. I gotta get y'all with XOD, man. Y'all gonna love uh XOD and Abdul Chestnut. I think right, he probably on, still yeah. yes, sir. He, started, uh, he probably still watching, man. But uh XOD has been you know, our platform that has really, really backed us. And that's the one that we really promote uh, because they are a, a black streaming network mm. built to rival the Netflix of this world that mm. you can monetize this content from day one as soon as you get on there. So awesome. I'm definitely going to uh, make that connection for you guys. Plug us in, plug us in. Yeah, sure. In the same template that the show versus did, we definitely eventually want to give equity to those who help. So that way you could keep ownership and have enough shares to battle whoever comes with any offer we don't like. So that's another um, aspect of what we want to do with the show oh, yeah. is literally give those who really are invested in it equity, which means a percentage on the actual franchise itself. So that way we can control it completely from now until it's, it's bigger than what we have right now. So now, now tell me this, because uh, uh, we got a few minutes left. Yes, sir. What is it like for entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs and stuff down there in Miami? Because I know it's a heavy Latino presence mm -hmm. and a heavy Dominican presence down there. Oh, boy, and a lot of times it, it's kind of the same type of tight knitness. Uh, as we have in some of these other communities up here. Yeah, it's um. This is why, like I said, that week that I came to Atlanta because I usually visit, but I never stayed that long, and I've never tried to network. It is definitely different mm -hmm. as far as 
the urge and the need to want to help each other here. Oh, yeah. Um, Miami is rough in a sense where, hey, you have to prove it. You have to give something for it. You have to give up something for it. Um, if you're not a particular group of a particular circle, you're not letting you, we're not letting you in. Oh, yeah. It's tough in a sense where there's pockets, but when I came here, I realized I'm not the crazy one. Yep. <laughs> for always yeah. wanting to network and help other folks and give information. Yep. I'm it's not a networking the, town. I'm not here, the crazy, yeah, I'm not the crazy one. It seems as if folks in Miami won't actually hold on to the knowledge and keep it to see what they can benefit from it without sharing it. And I've always been different. And I realized Atlanta mindset is similar to mine. It's totally different. Definitely different. Um, man, I, yeah. I, I, dude, this, we got to go to two hours, bro. We got to go to two hours. <laughs> well, when we come back. It's, it, it, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's just go way too fast. And it's just so much it, we got to get out there. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we got to come to a close on the show. But uh, one thing I definitely want to let uh, let you guys get out. How can people find this footage? How can folks start to read these stories and find out more about you guys and uh, help support you and submit, you know, their own stories to you guys? Because it's a lot here. It's a lot. So pretty soon we are working on a deal with the Apex Museum. So if you know where that site is, you can start looking into that. We do right down Arm Avenue. Correct. Correct. So that will be for the Atlanta version of the actual show. Okay. When we move to different city. We'll connect you guys with the actual platform there. Uh, whatever, whoever, whatever person or company is connected to the black history in that town, that would definitely be the hub to meet us at. So Atlanta right now, the hub will be the Apex Museum because of what it represents. Okay. So if you connect with them, eventually you'll start seeing some of our content on that platform, whether it's in association with Roku, Netflix, whoever else wants to distribute it. Wow. Uh, how can uh, folks follow you guys and, and, and just keep up with what you got going on in new projects and this type of stuff? How can they follow you like social and everything and support you? Great. Right now, right now we have two different entities at executives. There's HMIA Global. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's HMIA Global and Gray Hayes Production. Uh, you can also follow him. But once you connect to HMIA Global, you'll be able to get in touch with him as well. So yes. this is where we have our content, all our team back in Miami. We also manage artists. Some on VH1 Love and Hip Hop. Uh, shout out to Florence L. Luce, who was a member of the cast. So we are doing some things, but HMI Global will be the source. Jeff, what's that marketing moment for today? Marketing. He said he had, a, he had a marketing moment yeah, for us today. I almost forgot. So the marketing moment for today is have your analytics before you start to advertise. Woo! See, here's the problem. A mm. lot of us get all excited and we start advertising and then we don't track anything. But here's mm -hmm. how the, you can take advantage of having the analytics in place. First mm -hmm. of all, you know how you're performing. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you can retarget. And when you retarget, it's a lot cheaper than the first time going Correct. around. Correct. So put your analytics in place, have your analytics, check your analytics, and then start advertising. That's your marketing minute for the day. Message. I like that, though. <laughs> right. I, 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 I love Jeff. Yeah, I like that one. Me and Jeff, me and Jeff play around a lot, but I, I swear, I, that's that's my right hand do it I right like now. I promise. One, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we got to go today. I want to thank everybody, all these folks over here on Instagram. I can't call y'all because some of y'all got hard names, <laughs> but I love y'all though. And then Miss Algenia, yes, we will continue to conquer the market and 2023 onward to infinity. Thank you so much for joining. Danny Parks, I see your fire. I know it's for me. It's cool. We're going to have you back on soon because I got some folks I need to connect you with. We'll be back on Monday at 3 p.m. Uh, same time, same place right here at Real 1100 AM, iHeartRadio, all over the world. KC, uh, the rock star, and Mr. Marketology, we are out. Bye.
Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. In your city, faded off the brown. Nino, she insists she got more class. We know, swimming in the money, come and find me. Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I'd bomb. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are.